the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. So I've kind of been all over the map here in the first two segments. <laughs> right, Alan? I've kind of been all over the map here. I'm just speaking from the heart. It just, it just, I'm so burdened by what I see our country doing here and not doing in Ukraine. It's, it's almost, you want to use the word hypocrisies or hypocrisy, but that's not even strong enough. I want us to be an honorable country. Yeah. I want us to be consistent. I want a leader who doesn't lie. I want people who understand how blessed we are. Do you think he knows He's lying. I don't. I, I, I have never. The one thing I've never been able to figure out about Joe Biden is, and you asked me that. I think it was you who asked me this the other day. Is he like an evil genius? Evil, who, evil scientist. Who, you know. who knows everything he's doing? Or is he an incompetent oatmeal brain idiot? And I, and the answer to be snarky is yes. And that's my answer is Yes. And uh, I don't claim to do this perfectly. I know sometimes I probably say things and my daughter cringes out. Dad, you're insulting, you know, calling him names and stuff like that. Well, I'll say it again. If I call you an idiot, it's because you have the availability of knowledge and you choose not to avail yourself of it. That to me is not an empty word. You are an idiot. If you have the availability of knowledge, you have clarity, you have insight, you have analysis, you have data, and you choose to willfully ignore it because... You have an agenda you want to advance. And so virtually everything that came out of that man's mouth last night was a lie, including this right here about jobs. It worked. We created jobs, lots of jobs. In fact, our economy created over 6.5 million new jobs just last year. More jobs in one year than ever before in the history of the United States of America. By the same token, I got up this morning, went to the sink, and created water. I turned on the faucet, and voila! Water. I created it. Me. I did that. Or, by contrast, was there water in the ground, and a faucet was shut off, and I opened the faucet, and the water came out? Both are true. I created the water because I opened the faucet. The jobs were eliminated by stupid shutdowns of COVID. We kind of, sort of, reopened our economy and people went back to work. Some of them. (laughs) Did he create the job or did the job come back? Because the business was reopened. We are at 149 million jobs in America right now. In 2020 March... When COVID hit, we were at 152 million jobs. That's a deficit of 3 million jobs. He has created nothing. He lies 
about jobs. He lies about taxes. Under my plan, nobody, let me say this again, nobody earning less than $400,000 a year will pay an additional penny in new taxes. Not a single penny. Let me say how grateful I am that I don't have to worry about paying another additional penny in taxes because I am not in the $400,000 a year tax bracket. And I'm so grateful that I don't have to pay any more taxes because if I had to pay any more taxes, I don't know where I would find the money because every single time I fill up my car, I'm paying $25 more to fill up my tank. The other day, I had 85 cents off a gallon at Kroger. It made my gas two seventy-four a gallon. I bought every drop of the 35 gallons I'm allowed to buy, and I paid $100. $100 for gas. That'll get my wife and me through a week of driving. Do we have a longer commute than most people? Yes. We choose to live in the country. Okay, I make personal choices. But to say that bacon, which is now $8 at the store, when it used to be, what, $3 at the store? Inflation is a tax, a weight, a drag more on people of modest income than it is anyone else. I sound like AOC. His statement that he has not raised taxes on anyone making less than $400,000 a year may be factually true, but it's not morally true. Who thought I would be quoting AOC on the Bruce Hooley show? Don't worry, though, Bruce. Joe has a magic wand that he will wave like a Disney fairy to take care of inflation. The way jo- Joe lied over and over and Okay, Sean. I know he lied over and over again. I hit the wrong button. Here is, this is to me, well, I can't say most infuriating because they're all tied for first. If you want to know how out of touch your president is with your plight, trying to keep up with his record inflation, the likes of which we have not seen since one of the last overmatched, overwhelmed, under-talented Democrats held the White House, named Jimmy Carter. Listen closely to this compilation of pie-in-the-sky, let's-all-fly-around-on-pink-unicorn solutions that he has to how we can make life better including lowering the cost of electric cars, which he has no capacity to do until he's the dictator he wants to be. And if he could make that happen by snapping his addled fingers, how much you'd save a month, a month in gas costs. Let's cut energy costs for families. Why not? An average of $500 a year by combating climate change. Oh, yeah. provide an investment tax credit to weatherize your home and your business. To be energy efficient. Oh, yeah. And get a tax credit for it. Woo! Double America's clean energy production. Why not? In solar, wind, and so much more. Let's do it. Lower the price of electric vehicles, saving another $80 a month that you're not going to have to pay at the pump. How much? How much if I drive an electric car am I not going to have to pay at the pump and gas? $80? A month? A month? $80, the man says. The man whose sorry rear end sits in the back of an armored car and gets chauffeured everywhere he goes. 
thinks that average Americans will save $80 a month if we all drive electric cars? I have a better idea. Oh, this would probably be bad for the climate. Why don't we get in flying cars like George Jetson? That would be wonderful, wouldn't it? I mean, if we're going to just willy-nilly lower energy costs, a free market decision, not your decision, if we're going to lower the cost of electric cars, which Elon Musk might have a problem with, which Joe Biden doesn't care about Elon Musk, because Tesla, which makes more electric cars than anyone and better electric cars than anyone, is not a union shop. So Joe talked about GM and Ford, but not Tesla. He doesn't invite Tesla to anything they do in the government. Why invite the guy who knows more than the dopes in Detroit? $80 a month. $80 a month. Do you know how far my family would go on $80 a month in gas? Like, (laughs) that's so ridiculous. And it just, I guess because in the fog of his tornado of lies, it mixes in with all the others. We don't take note of how utterly ridiculous it is that he thinks if people drove an electric car, they would save $80 a month in gas. $80 a month in gas. Alan, you have a gas buddy map that you have been looking at. I see it from across the room, but I'm not smart enough to it's on the know screen. what the colors are. Well, anything. Any, people watching on Facebook can see this now? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so what does it say? Because it looks all magenta to me, and then it's orange in the northeast, yellow. The brighter California. the colors, the higher the price. So California's bright yellow. Yeah. And by the way, I heard a guy on Sunday on Fox with Brett Baer. Brett's working overtime. A California Democratic congressman. There are no other kind. And Brett Baer said, you know, how high does gas have to get in California before you would advocate for drilling on federal land, reopening the Keystone XL pipeline, becoming energy independent in America again? Oh, well, we're not there yet, Brett. We, 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 we just really have to prioritize green energy and clean energy. They, these people who stick to this fanciful idea that wind and solar and whatever else can and will reorder the transportation habits of America, the engineering habits of the American auto industry, the transportation uh, habits of American commerce. They are lunatics. They are lunatics. Do you have any idea? No, they don't have any idea how complex and untenable it is to put the American rail system and the American trying system on the shelf and, I don't know what, get things to market how. It's all platitudes and fantasy. None of it works. And yet, virtually everything Joe Biden said last night, inspired his sycophants and bootlicks to stand and applaud. Bruce Hooley Show on The Answer. You can listen to the podcast if you miss it. 989theanswer.com. Click on uh, live or shows or podcasts. It's one of the three. Live, I think. 
shows. Thanks to Gas Buddy for the gas map that uh, we put up on Facebook a while ago. You can watch the show on Facebook, uh, the Bruce Hooley Show. Uh, Ukraine today is under heavy attack. They are uh, The Russians are shooting missiles into Lviv, which is on the west side of Ukraine. So they're trying to take the whole country over. This is what I predict. Uh, Putin will crush them, level the cities, and then as a way of making himself look better, give some of it back. That's what he will do. He'll give some of it back. And then that will give feckless, weak world leaders like Joe Biden the perception of a victory lap. And the people who, even in the face of this horrendous, awful leadership, record inflation, wide open southern border, massive supply chain issues, um, stupid solutions to inflation, including spend more money, they will applaud because he's not Donald Trump. He's not orange. He's not mean. He doesn't tweet. So here is Biden last night doing what he does, uh, touting uh, his own accomplishments. Together, along with our allies, we are right now enforcing powerful economic sanctions. Mm. We're cutting off Russia's largest banks in the international financial system, preventing Russia's central bank from defending the Russian ruble. Yeah? Joe, what? Putin may circle Kiev with tanks, but he'll never gain the hearts and souls of the Iranian people. Oh, well, I'm sure that's a relief to the Iranian people, and I'm sure Vladimir Putin doesn't care one single solitary ounce about that. Because what he wants is the land, and what he wants is the natural resources and the farmland so we can sell wheat to China, who will always buy his products because, of course, China is looking at this as a template for what they want to do in Taiwan. We're touting the sanctions. We're touting the sanctions. We're touting the sanctions. Tough, 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 tough. Sometime last week, there was like this vaguely familiar old gentleman who had something to say about how long it would take the sanctions to take effect. That's what I heard when I just played that last cut about sanctions. Together, along with our allies, we are right now enforcing powerful economic sanctions. No one expected the sanctions to prevent anything from happening. We're cutting off Russia's largest banks in the international financial system. This is going to take time. It's not going to occur. He's going to say, oh, my God, these sanctions are coming. Preventing Russia's central bank from defending the Russian ruble. ruble. No one expected the sanctions to prevent anything from happening. Putin may circle Kiev with tanks, but he'll never gain the hearts and souls of the Iranian people. This is going to take time. It's not going to occur. He's going to say, oh, my God, these sanctions are coming. It's infuriating to hear him on one hand say the quiet part out loud. At one point he said, check back with me in 30 days. Let's check back in 30 days. Hey, how you doing over there in the subway in Kiev, huh? See you in 30 days. Hope you're still alive. Do you think you remember saying the former? I don't know. Evil genius or addled oatmeal brain. The age-old question, which is Joe Biden? Here's Gary Kasparov, the famous chess champion, uh, major, major critic of Vladimir Putin and of Russia. He's a freedom fighter in Russia on the Megyn Kelly podcast, talking about the irony that the vapid European Union has levied harsher sanctions against Russia than we have. I'm, I'm, I have to say I'm astonished by, not just by European response, but the fact is that the European Union, 
the Union of 27 countries came up with a more decisive um, sanctions against Russia than the United States. Mm -hmm. We have been hearing it for so long that America prepared the package, devastating sanctions, you know, it's unheard, it, it, it would ruin Russian economy. Yes, America is doing it, but if you look at, 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 the, at the scorecard, America is still lag lagging behind. It's leading from behind, if we use this infamous phrase. Yes, that is an infamous phrase. That is a ridiculous phrase. Barack Obama touted it as some kind of a revelation. Oh, we're leading from behind. When you combine leading from behind with Joe Biden, who Robert Gates has said has been wrong on every single foreign policy decision over the last four decades, well, you get what we're seeing. You get a phony, blustery Joe Biden talking about how tough his sanctions are. And you get Vladimir Putin, who is, I'm sure, laughing, laughing about what is going on and how inept we have become in the West. Uh, here is Mitch McConnell today on the fact that he thought maybe Joe Biden would use the State of the Union as a reset, learn a political lesson from the past, instead no dice. On the domestic front, I mean, it seems to me the president didn't pivot at all. He didn't offer anything new. He didn't go in a different direction. Uh, I remember when Bill Clinton, after getting his butt kicked, <laughs> said, uh, the era of big government is over. So I was thinking maybe uh, President Biden would do a pivot of some sort to get the people to take another look at him because his approval rating is really in the tank. And it's infuriating, but also good that he's not pivoting, that he's not changing his strategy. Because a portion, <laughs> I have to be purposeful and targeted now I say this, a portion of the American people are not stupid. Uh, the portion that voted for Joe Biden are stupid. They just are. They prioritize their own personal feelings over policies that were working under Donald Trump because they didn't like Donald Trump. And now I hear it every day from people who continue to defend these policies simply because their personal animus for Donald Trump was such that they cannot bring themselves to admit how badly Joe Biden has governed. In one year, in one year, Afghanistan, a humiliation, which no doubt has emboldened Vladimir Putin. And now Ukraine, which... Russian troops were on its border, we were told, in December. We knew this in December. I'm assuming our intelligence sources knew it long before that. We didn't apply any sanctions. We threatened, we threatened, oh, we're releasing, oh, oh we're, giving, oh, we're, we're giving away Vladimir Putin's plan. Oh, we're smoking him out. Are we? Really? What exactly did we change? What exactly did we affect? What exactly did we impact with this very prescient decision to disclose what Vladimir Putin was going to do. And then, oh, let's go to China and let's tell them and let's get China to pressure Russia not to do what they're going to do. How'd that work out? I mean, how detached from reality do you have to be to not make the connection between, hmm, Russia's going into Ukraine. I wonder if this might convince Chairman Xi that uh, now would be a good time to move on Taiwan. Typically, these 
international matters are complex and beyond the understanding of ordinary people? Not this one. Unfortunately, they're just beyond the understanding of our president and his cabinet and our military. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.